right uh, we shall do canto 6 uh, chapter 1 this is called the history of the life of ajmela <coughs> maharaj parikshit said o lord o sukhdev goswami you have already described in the second canto the path of liberation which is called the nivritti marg by following that path one is certainly elevated gradually to the highest planetary system which is called brahmaloka from which one is promoted to the spiritual world along with lord brahma <clears throat> thus one's rep- repetition of birth and death in the material world ceases so this is going to be a new story which has started parikshit we have to again come back from the first chapter where parikshit maharaj is now questioning sukhdev goswami and he is asking him certain questions so we are going back to the time where he has taken us back to three books backwards so let us see what has happened o great says sukhdev goswami unless the living entity is freed from the infection of the material modes of nature he receives different types of bodies in which to enjoy or suffer and according to the body he is understood to have various inclinations by following these inclinations he traverses the path called Prav- pravritti marg <clears throat> by which one may be elevated to the heavenly planets as you have already described in the third canto just for a recap i'll tell you let us say for example uh, there is a human being and he has done acts which are not conducive to human nature they are more of the nature of a animal his next life will be that of an animal in the same way as an animal he could go down the chain what we call as a food chain also or it could be any other chain you could become uh, basically even a, a tree for all that matter does it really matter so depending on what exactly life activities that you have done which is called future karmas or what we say as agami in that particular life you can get something which is there in the past you know which is down the line it could be even a bug you can have a bug's life you can have a small fly's life or you could have a mosquito's life i was very surprised few days ago to read you know we always used to think that house fly it maximum it lives for is one day it doesn't it lives for 30 days and we always used to think oh my god this guy i want to kill him i want to destroy him so in one day the fellow is born he lays eggs and he dies sorry you are mistaken that guy lives for 30 days 30 days is a long time see okay they might have increased their life expectancy before the last research was done that could also happen who knows the last research said the person dies in one day and now this time if you say that oh he is alive for 30 days who knows <laughs> so down the food line down the chain you can be whatever that comes to your path you could be a fish you could be a bird you could be anything in this world depending on what kind of effort you are putting in let us say for example you are behaving entirely like a pig in this life without you know interested in doing anything or you are just drinking and just lying around in the house and not wanting to do anything think about it what is the next life going to be i you know this like answering easy question and answers so children what are you going what is this person going to be in the next life teacher teacher pig okay good for you i have very one good answer that the man is going to become a pig yeah so now you understood he says whatever the inclinations are inclinations whatever are the inclinations inclinations means in this life you show an inclination towards something right suppose in this life you like to have an inclination towards maybe smoking yeah remember all the other uh, nobody smokes except human beings isn't it all right maybe in the next life you will become a volcano it smokes too much <laughs> who knows <laughs> you don't know so again i i was just joking but think about it it's it's your inclination so you want to waste your entire life doing nothing next life okay become a stone don't do anything just sit in the corner over there <laughs> so this is what uh, sukhdev goswami had already taught parikshit in the three books before this all right so you have also described at the end of the fifth canto the varieties of hellish life 
that result from impious activity and you have described in the fourth canto the manavantra which was presided over by swayambhu manu the son of lord brahma again what kind of suffering that you have to go through because you have led a particular life you have led an immoral life a hellish kind of a life so or an impious activities you have done pious and impious i have we have already described it in the last book so in this he says i remember when you do it did it in the last time you told me that if you do some impious activity there are various kinds of hell recapping it kumbha pika and all those <laughs> if you remember okay so the those are different and some hell you get roasted and fried over a copper bottom i remember copper bottom means you can become milk you know make maybe get heated up in copper bottom uh, so <laughs> that kind of a hell is there he says you, you have also told me this my dear lord you have described the dynasties and the characteristics of king priyavrata of the and king utpanpada again we are going back in the books again we are going back in time so king utpanpada and priyavrata manus you know race so we'll come back over there the supreme personality of god had created the material world with various universes planetary systems planets and stars with varied lands seas oceans ob- mountains rivers gardens and trees all with different characteristics they are divided among the planet earth the luminaries in the sky and the lower planetary system you are very clearly described these planets and the living entities who live in them so he is just doing a recap oh great fortunate and opulent sukhdev goswami now kindly tell me how human beings may have may be saved from having to enter hellish conditions in which they suffer terrible pains so now he says can you please explain to me how people can avoid this kind of conditions see we always want to either go in that direction and want to just wallow in that grief or whatever or you may want to rise so what do you want to do you want to become a nobel prize winner like malala yusufi and all that of course you you want to and there is a indian guy who was also one so good for you or you want to become the person who will keep on you know my company has not given me anything i am the worst creature i retired from railways only so much of pension comes i don't know where to get the milk from you know the expenses are mounting the government is not doing anything you know how many things you can blame or you can chuck your job like this engineer and say no i want to save children in this world and get a nobel peace prize for that you can do either of the two you know you can wallow in your own grief i mean that is the easiest way to do okay you don't flush it down you just keep on wallowing in that stupid grief of yours hmm sukhdev goswami replied my dear king if before one's next death whatever impious act one has performed in this life with this mind words and body are not counteracted through proper atonement according to the description of the manu samhita and other dharma shastras one will certainly enter the hellish planet after death and undergo terrible sufferings as i have previously described to you okay this is called atonement okay atone hmm. so if you don't want to atone in this life of yours as a na 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 mai ag kal dekhega kal bolega to next life mein dekhega ye life mein mere ko thoda enjoy karne de this life i want to be the dawn of this world and i want to shoot as many people oh my god you want to, so where are you going to do the atonement this life you don't want to do with what no you better do it in this life you know isliye they say na you turn over a new leaf you have to you have to think about it i am going to give two examples one is of a retired man who says you know i work for the government organization like railways or whatever you know for many many years and he says you know what i work for so many years 35 years i work for this government organization what have i done in my life i have not earned anything okay i went to work early in the morning i came back home i never took any holidays i just wasted my life now i am getting little pension what am i going to do in that pension just wallow in you know everything has become so costly my son he doesn't care for me my daughter she has run away what am i to do everybody is in their own and my house is crumbling you know my forefathers gave me this house is crumbling 
and he sits in a in a chair you know like this hunched over there and maybe having a a thara next to him or maybe a gauti you know gauti you know village drink gaon ka gauti not tea okay <laughs> he is having one one in goa we call it soro it's soro only is full of sorrow that is why they call a, a glass of liquor they call it sorrow it's a very funny word you know sorrow ah so he is going to sit with his glass every day and wanting to drink and you know brood over the whole damn thing that has happened in his own life and then what does he do what to do now i just have to just keep on wasting my life till i die you know i maybe tomorrow i'll die maybe after 10 years i'll die i don't know and he waits for death what is going to happen he doesn't even want to atone for whatever he, the hell that he has done in his life just wants to sit that's it what is the point of this kind of a life or you have a woman now she has been married for 25 30 years of her life she is married to this one idiot in, in her world he beats her up is she is having two three children they she has raised them nicely now again when she is around you know say let us say 55 or so she says what am i going to do with my life now see i don't look nice also who is going to look at me where will i go what what food will i eat the whole world will point at me my children you know they have they have gone studying I can't leave just now and do but she wants to live in that life where the person has been beating the hell out of her he is coming home and drinking every day he talks bullshit to her his her children talk whichever way her in-laws don't treat her properly nothing is right in her world and yet why is she not trying to get out of it think it's called inertia a person who likes to wallow in the grief that they are in and sit in that you know that muck of hours actually i was watching somebody yesterday uh, in that chap in that uh, thing uh, this is a very interesting episode which uh, uh, what is that stand up comic from the indian stand up comic i don't remember his name is very interesting guy all right he was there in the movie chef he acts as a policeman okay peters something some russell peters you should watch russell peters sometime anyway so russell put peters is telling you know the only country in the world where there are no homeless homeless you know homeless no homeless people is india now everybody the audience becomes flabbergasted they say what do you mean by in india there is no homeless i guess everybody is homeless. no no you see in the united states if a person he was having a house he was having a job or he was having something and now he is sitting on the edge of the road somewhere in the corner and these and people come to him and ask him are you homeless he says yes i am homeless now we go to a man in india he is sitting on the road watching a pig rolling in the in the mud over there you know uh, by the way our, our our street corners have a lot of these dukkars all over the town okay so don't don't be surprised so he is watching the pig and maybe there is a cow grazing somewhere over there and all that and he is watching that and you ask him are you homeless he says no why are you asking me this but you look homeless you know no the place where i am sitting is my home for the last 40 years i have lived lived in this place only and so where does where is your family oh here next to me see how my children are playing here or the place where he is sitting is his home by the way so he can't be homeless so russell peter says think about it in india there are no homelesses it's an ironical statement we love to live in this poverty and the myth that we have created around ourselves so if if i give myself the epithet you know epithet you understand after death somebody will write on my tombstone here lived this guy in shit so here so we have these people you know that that man which i told you here lived the person who worked for railways a train went over him and nothing happened to him he was under the bridge okay 
or here lived this woman she gave birth to two three children and she was not feeling bad about it all right why because that's how she was she lived in this is in this you know pathetic life of hers and never came out of it so exactly what parikshit is telling you know he is recapping for his master he says we have performed these actions with our minds words and body we have actually performed these actions of not doing anything or doing something my dear king if before one's death whatever impious act one has performed in this life with his mind words and bodies are not counteracted we, we if we do not counteract this if we do not stop blaming the whole world and start doing something about it we love to blame the world isn't it we love to blame everybody in this world and say na teri wajah se mere ko ho gaya we don't like to blame ourselves we think that we are the ones who are we you know clear and absolutely uh, yesterday i was doing one very beautiful verse in that it was mentioned i'll i'll recap the verse for you he says there are objects in this world which can taint you it is you who is responsible not the objects think about it there is a there is a bottle of poisoned water in front of you poisoned liquid in front of you okay is the water telling you that come and drink me no you are going and drinking all right and then you blame the water see you poisoned me sir it is written on top of that bottle saying i am poisonous and yet you are going and drinking it so objects in the world are not responsible for what has happened the water is poison your mind and your body and everything should tell you this is wrong correct but here we you yourself have gone into it and dunked yourself into it and now you say oh you poisoned me got it think about it why should the object be held responsible why are you not responsible you are the one who has been given a fabulous mind by god isn't it isn't it your duty to not go near all those dangerous stuff then why blame it for that stuff is dangerous it has its inherent qualities inherent qualities do you understand what is the word of inherent qualities the quality of poison is to kill you it's the inherent quality of the poison why you want to go in that direction did you understand there is a dangerous substance don't go near it we don't we teach our children don't go to clubs don't drink don't do this don't don't womanize don't play cards we tell our children isn't it we tell everybody but isn't that the first thing that they want to do they want to smoke and see what it smoke okay in uh, in the world today now everybody thinks that you can do drugs okay marijuana and all this is become so cop- common and popular everybody wants to do it i mean you guys who are there in the us it's like a common thing okay let's have it okay fine what do you mean by let's have it it's a common thing but you have taught your children not to do it not to touch liquor not to get into this kind of scraps and yet you do it and then you blame marijuana for it oh you are intoxicating me sir the that cigarette cannot intoxicate you marijuana cannot it's already intoxicated itself that poisoned water is poisoned water you can you not understand the poisoned water has not been given brains you have been given brains isn't it so don't blame that it's like you know some people like to blame the other person for all the problems in the world think about it okay I, I know it's a very dangerous subject, but <laughs> I have to tell you this. It's very easy to blame. The husband and the wife syndrome is like this, you know. Husband blames the wife, and wife blames the husband for all the bloody problems in the world. No, you can put a stop to it. No, I don't want to be in this. I don't want to get into all this anger thing. I want to be peaceful. You know, you have to become Socrates. she comes and pours water on his head also nothing happens to him it's like buddha buddha and his disciple 
There you remember the story. Buddha and his disciple are walking in the street and one man stops Buddha and says, and abuses Buddha like nobody's business. And Buddha then asks, have you finished sir? He says, yes. So Buddha starts walking. The student asks him, that fellow abused you. I want to go and beat him up. He says, oh, you heard all those things. I never heard any of those. So he walks away from there. You heard you go and beat him. I am not responsible. So it's exactly like that. We want to involve ourselves in all these activities and then blame the water that it is poisoned. So, sorry, don't get into it only, no. Don't listen. Like Buddha you can become. And you can actually be very peaceful. Alright? It's like, you know, you can have just 3% or 5% hearing. Alright? By the way, another joke which I saw yesterday. Uh, there are some Spanish people sitting behind this guy and they are talking in Spanish and uh, this guy, he turns his head and he looks at them. He does like this. He doesn't understand a word of Spanish. And those guys think that he, this fellow understood. Oh, and they walk away from there. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because even if you don't understand, if you just look at Yeah. As if you have understood. The person thinks, okay, you have understood. Nothing about it. A husband who is smart enough, you know, his wife comes and does a very big tanda on top of her head, of his head, okay. And after 10 minutes of the firing which happened in Pakistan, India border, like that happens. And then he looks up at her, yeah, I agree with you. And he is back in his, uh, in his books, where he is, wherever he is, okay. Or maybe he is playing the game. He may be back over there for all you know. And the woman thinks, okay, he's heard me. You can be deaf, you know, 95% deaf and you don't hear a word of what the other person speaks. The other person is going to get frustrated and walk away from there. Or he may think, oh, you understood everything. There is no problem in agreeing to everything, by the way. I am a, the, the, the wife where the husband will come and say, you are the biggest idiot in this world. Yes. <laughs> okay, I am the biggest idiot in this world who is willing to listen to you. <laughs> you can do that, you know. You can make a comedy serial out of it also. All these South Indian films, they are worth watching because of that. I don't understand a word of it, but I keep on laughing at all the jokes that are there. Everybody runs around and does all sorts of antics. You can see that and just feel happy about it. It's like the Spanish thing. You don't understand a word of Spanish and yet you do like this. Yeah, very good. Okay. Tomorrow you can do it with Claude also. <laughs> and you'll see, she'll say, Oh, you, did you understood. Oh, French, you understand. Oui, oui, madame. Okay. <laughs> so, so, proper attainment if you don't do in this life, and then the next placard which is coming up is called go to hell. <laughs> he says go to hell. <laughs> because you don't want to do anything then you have to go and atone over there. Therefore, before one's next death comes as long as one sees body, one's body is strong enough one should quickly adopt the process of atonement according to Shastras. Otherwise one's time will be lost and the reaction of the sins will increase. If you do not start the atonement right here and now. See, I'm going to give some stupid advice just now. Listen to it, okay? There is no harm. There is no harm for any person in this world to agree to all the bullshit in the world that is being thrown at him or her. If somebody calls you, you are the biggest idiot, you don't understand, blah, 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 blah. What is the harm in agreeing to that? Anyway, nothing is entering you, isn't it? By somebody calling you stupid doesn't make you stupid. Unless and until you think of yourself as stupid. Then it's a different story. Okay? Let them say whatever they want to. You know, there are some of the greatest actors in the world. They, they love to read gossip columns and then they don't react to it. Because gossip column keeps on writing about their affairs with X, Y, Z. They love writing and these people love reading it. They don't get affected by it. But some of them get so much affected that the next day they want to give a press statement. I did not do this. 
एंड देन द वर्ल्ड थिंग्स हे चो साला झूठ बोलता है ओह सो इट बिकॉज वर्ल्ड लाइक यू नो दिस फेलो यू शुड गो टू सम ऑफ दीज वेबसाइट्स इन दिस यू नो लाइक इवन द टाइम्स ऑफ इंडिया दैट इज देयर ऑन दैट ऐप एंड सी द कॉलम्स दैट आर देयर यू नो दैट कमेंट्स कमेंट्स थ्रेड यू शुड गो out of every 10 comments that are there you will find that there are two of them which are called fake comments which are called trolling you know trolling writing bullshit comments so you will have some very weird names and they are writing some crap over there now you can get affected by the crap okay by reading them how can you say like this okay and you want to okay यू नो इन आवर हिंदी वी से है ना वो भोगता हुआ कुत्ता है ना उसके सामने तुमने भी भोगना नहीं चाहिए यू अंडरस्टैंड इफ देर इज अ बार्किंग डॉग वाई आर यू बार्किंग इन फ्रंट ऑफ द बार्किंग डॉग यू कैन जस्ट वॉक अवे फ्रॉम द बार्किंग डॉग यू नो लेट द डॉग बार्क यू जस्ट वॉक अवे फ्रॉम देर सो दिस इज द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग सो दिस ऑलवेज टाइम दैट यू शुड स्टॉप पुट एन एंड टू दिस सो If a person has an inherent nature of cribbing, 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 like a dog, bow, 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 bow. Why do you want to do bow, bow along with the dog? Let the dog do the bow, bow. You just walk away from there. You be human being. So for every human being, this answer is this simply: Don't get into that. Be peaceful. Be peaceful. Don't bother about it. just walk away from there it does not matter where you think you are required you just be around over there <coughs> listen to the thing that is being said there is no harm in agreeing it still doesn't stick to you if somebody calls you um, uh, hippopotamus does it mean that you are a hippopotamus no no so Uh, so don't don't bother about it. It doesn't make you a hippopotamus, or it doesn't make you a fat person. If somebody calls you fat, you know, I, uh, in Hindi we have these words. We say, "Tere baap ka kya jata hai?" They say, "What what goes up yours?" You know, something like that. <laughs> so you can be a shameless fellow for all you know. Does it matter? So get out of it. Put an end to this. Stop it. and do atonement right here and now don't wait for tomorrow tomorrow is never going to come okay tomorrow you will be dead therefore once death comes as long as one's body is strong enough one should quickly adopt the process of atonement that is the reason why you should when is the death going to come we don't know so start the atonement just now like you have to say sorry to somebody now say sorry to him does it matter that person will say see i told you always i was right yes boss you are right i am sorry about it and you can walk away from their idiot and <laughs> walk away from that that idiot is in your mind by the way <laughs> by saying sorry you don't become you know like they say chote baap ka chote baap ka means small father and big father okay so you don't become somebody who is you know who has lost something saying sorry is a very easy thing you can just say sorry and walk away from there nothing is going to happen to you you are not going to lose your you nobody is cutting off your nose boys when you say sorry actually on the contrary by saying sorry you feel great about yourself see i could say sorry like that you know the other person never wants to say sorry why and let the other person think that you are always at fault so what is the big deal does it make any difference to you no let the other person think that you are at always at fault so okay does it matter no what matters is you start your atonement right now don't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow never comes all right so as an expert physician <clears throat> okay according to shastras otherwise once time will be lost and the reaction to the sins will increase reaction to the sin is because you keep on dwelling you see you dwell on something i'll i'll tell you how it is when you keep on dwelling on some matter let us say there was an argument with your friend you know with some colleague of yours and you say that idiot doesn't know he's at fault he did not do the right thing that is why we are delayed by so so many days you know very well that that person is at fault and you try to telling that person you, you did this wrongly he he is going to argue with you no end the next day 
यू नो बिफोर यू गो टू वर्क यू हैव टू से हैव टू मीट दिस इडियट अगेन यार वो समझता नहीं है उसको ही डजेंट इवन अंडरस्टैंड दैट ही इज रॉन्ग and you keep on dwelling in that that fellow says to the hell with you i don't care and he continues to do what he is supposed to do wrongly you get more frustrated you know your mind is going to take more dirtier hues okay and then you will say idiot abhi mai bola tha i told him you know he should take care of everything and yet see he is going and doing further wrong and you dwell in the mind the entire evening and you say kaise i mean then you start blaming the company and thinking you know the company doesn't understand what kind of idiot they have appointed you are dwelling in it dwelling in it dwelling in it next morning also you go to work it's the same thing and you see that this guy has not come to work from and maybe he's gone on a two days holiday long weekend holiday or something like that acha ho gaya nahi aaya but sir your work is not getting done and he ka and he comes to work the next monday and there is such a big mess on your plate you know you don't even know what the hell has happened over the weekend because the client has started arguing with you the company has blamed you your super boss has told you you are the worst bloody creature why all because of that idiot who has gone on a holiday he is not delivered that is why i am at uh, problem can you not stop the subject right on day 1 sir let us do this together i am sorry about it if you think i am at fault you show me how it is to be done we have a very good saying in hindi at such time of you know at such times in our life we have to say gade ko bhi apna baap banana padta hai gada means donkey at such times you have to make a donkey also your father so you have to look at him and say yes sir yes you are right absolutely right sir let us do this like this you can turn the whole tide in your direction and the whole weekend will go very nicely uh, your whole weekend has gone and two three more days have gone and monday is a big headache on your on your bloody desk that five days lost in your life is not worth it so here see otherwise once time will be lost and the reactions of the sins will increase do you understand right there and then stop the whole thing there is no harm in saying sorry there is no harm in becoming an idiot there is no harm in uh, you know bowing down to the donkey and saying you are the greatest thing on planet earth does it matter no that doesn't make you small so don't bother about it you know spirituality teaches us that anybody can abuse you and yet the spiritual master is always buddham sharanam gachami why because he will say okay like that you know <laughs> is like jesus christ you can call him whatever you want to but look at his demeanor he is like this only and all of all other people are like that you see <laughs> all the romans and all the jews and everybody around they are pulling their hair out because of one person who is like a calm and cool like that he doesn't even show any emotions think about it he is not involved in the action don't you understand that he is not involved his mind doesn't exist because his mind doesn't exist he is not involved in the action that is why he is peaceful and calm your mind is involved you want to fight with somebody your five days are going to be lost got it so start the atonement right now don't wait for tomorrow if you have to say sorry and get on with life get on with life it's not going to waste your life okay so as an expert physician diagnoses and treats disease according to his gravity one should go atonement according to the severity of one's sins all right you have to think about the sins that you have done if you have gone and done something absolutely and terribly wrong you better start feeling sorry for it right now and do the atonement that is necessary okay see you have become robin hood of this world doesn't mean that you go and return sir i took this from your company no no please don't do that your robin hood will become you will rob in in the jail mm. no feel sorry for it and do something about it all right you have been a politician all your life and you have robbed every person on earth yes you can later on start giving the money back to the people 
Alright? Hmm. Something like that. You have to do your atonement as per the Shastras, not as per your own mind. Okay? Shastras say, there is a particular rider over there. Do as per Shastras. No, no, no. Charity begins at home. So I will rob other people and I will start giving it at home. No, that is not a done thing. No, I started charity, didn't I? That's not called charity. You should be charitable like sister of charities, Calcutta, you know, Mother Teresa. You think she had leprosy, that's why she was trying to cure those lepers? No way. She just knew she was doing the work of God. She was a very nice woman. She went out and tended to the sick. Over one lakh people. It's not a joke. You can do that. You can start that. And Brito, you can start your uh, campaign also. You can become Mother Teresa of this world. Or father, Father, uh, whatever. Father Brito Rosario. <laughs> you can become like that. <laughs> Maharaj Parikshit said, One may know the sinful activity is injurious for him because he actually sees that a criminal is punished by the government and rebuked by people in general. And because he hears from scriptures and learned scholars that one is thrown into hellish conditions in his next life for committing sinful acts. Nevertheless, in spite of such knowledge, once is forced to commit sins again and again, even after performing act of atonement, therefore what is the value of such atonement? This is exactly what I did about five minutes back. You know what? Even after knowing that that water is poisoned, you still want to drink it. You know, for robbing people, you are going to go to jail. This much you know. Even then you keep on robbing. Some You know very well that the politician has fleeced people and taken money from them and yet you want to become a politician. Why does that happen? Why does a person want to fall into the same sin again and again and again and again? Instead of atoning for it, you know, the person feels that he is he should do the same sin again and again and again. Why does this happen? This is the question. Sometimes, one is very alert so as not to commit sinful acts, is victimized by sinful life again. I therefore consider this process of repeated sinning and atoning to be useless. It is like the bathing of an elephant, for an elephant cleanses itself by taking a full bath and then throws dust over its head and body as soon as it returns to the land. If you know that you are doing something wrong, okay, think about it like this. You have done something wrong and then you say, no, 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 I won't do it. And after a few months, you want to do that same thing again. And then you again feel sorry for it. No, 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 I should not do. And you again do the same thing again after some time. What is the point of that atonement? I mean, somebody who says, you know, Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to drink. I have been drinking all my life. I will go to Alcoholic Anonymous and not drink. Okay, so he goes to Alcoholic Anonymous and after three months he says, one little will do, no. What is the problem? I just need to keep the taste somewhere in my brain. Okay, that little will not do. Then he wants the whole bottle. He's gone back. And then again after, you know, when uh, doctor says to him, your liver is going out, okay. You don't, you need to stop. Okay, okay, I have to give up. So he goes back again and he does that. I mean, again he goes back to his same thing. What is the point? It's the thing, you know, like uh, uh, somebody is going to a prostitute or something like that. And he says, no, 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 I will not go. And then he is believing in all that. And then he goes again. And then there is an AIDS rumor going on. <gasps> I don't want to go. Okay. And then later on he goes to the doctor. Everything is fine. Oh, and there is no problem. I will go. What is the point? <laughs> Just because some gun like in AIDS got put in this world, that's why you don't want to go. So, Parikshit and Sukhdev Goswami are talking. They are saying, what is the point in this kind of atonement? You know what you are doing is wrong. Why do you want to go into that? And again, the atonement means what? You have to feel sorry and do something as per the Shastra. Okay? But you are continuously doing, not atoning for it. And by the way, if you are doing something for the last 10 years of your life and you think in 6 months you have been rectified and perfected, I think there is something desperately wrong with you. 
in six months you cannot wipe out ten years of black paint that you have posted on your body okay you have painted yourself body dark black you think in six months you put surf and all those things and removed it out clean nothing like that uh, maybe you have put acid also acid wash acid wash is not going to remove it all right uh, some people have this great habit saying you know i have come to the guru so the guru is going to take all these acid you know all the black from my body sorry the guru is not responsible for the black that you have posted on your body don't think that that guy is an acid don't that whatever that you have done in your life is still your ownership you still are sticking to it it is called agami karma you have made it happen and you think he is going to take it away from you no way he can only elevate your problems he can just say okay henceforth you are not going to do it but all the black deeds of your past can never be wiped away that way so simply in 6 months time you cannot wipe them away or just because you have met some person and he says okay i will make them vanish doesn't make them vanish do not be under these wrong impressions all right so don't think you know i have gone to church on one day i have prayed to god and all my sins are washed i mean that's what you know bible and other other books also say don't be under that wrong impression oh yeah i went to church and all my sins got washed now i can start next day i can start sinning again what is the point that is something that you need to avoid so do you understand so sukhdev goswami the son of vyasdev answered my dear king since acts meant for neutralize impious actions are also fruitive they will not release one from the tendency to act fruitively persons who subject themselves to the rules and regulations for atonement are not at all intelligent indeed they are in the mode of darkness one is freed from the mode of ignorance trying to counteract one's action through another is useless because he will not uproot one's desire even though one may superficially seem pious he will undoubtedly be prone to act impiously therefore real atonement this is a very important line don't sleep madam don't sleep no you need to be attentive otherwise you go away from here therefore real atonement is enlightenment in perfect knowledge vedanta by which one understands the supreme absolute truth i know this line is very deadly and dangerous i don't know most of you might not have heard it or understood it let me give you an example all your life a person has been eating sugar he has got diabetes okay that means all the life a person has been having some sort of a wrong thing in his world like drinking person has been drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking all his life all right after that he says no way stop it i have to do atonement for it now a person who is eating sugar he says no way or a person who is in an in an illicit relationship or some sort of a relationship the person says no way after this i'm going to put an end to it stop it so what does the person do he says i have been eating sugar all my life after this i will eat dionil you know the tablet which takes care of all your sugar problems it is diabetes cure karne ke liye okay so the person takes diabetes medicine or maybe insulin injections or something like that. i don't know what it is something he takes or the person who drinks says now i'm not going to drink after this i'm only going to drink fresh juices every day hello fresh juices okay or the person who was having a relationship outside illicit relationship the person says after this i'm never going to have this relationship and then he says okay i should have a better relationship in my world why don't you understand something both are leading you to action both are leading both the things you know diabetes and having medicine is both leading you down the garden path it's going to give put you in one very big khadda you have to live with your all your life with that medicine okay but 
what has happened something very strange has happened say the other person the other person says i am not going to drink and that person maybe takes you know uh you know there are alcoholic beverages and there are non alcoholic beverages all right so person was a bevda baj in his life and now he says after this i am only going to have non alcoholic beverages so he has non alcoholic beverages sir non alcoholic beverages that is going to give you heart attacks at least that would have given you cirrhosis of liver and this was going to give you heart attacks okay <laughs> that is not the answer you know where the problem is this line is very dicey that is why i told you listen to it very carefully the dianil or the medicine for curing your diabetes is not doing something which is very very important to be done it is not doing the action of atonement it is only removing the problem and what is the problem the craving for sugar is the problem you see when you are eating dianil also you will say na no, i will have sugar free ha huh? i wanted little sweet you know i want to have sugar free and once in a while i'll eat laddus and all those pedas that you make ha huh? the craving has not gone so that is not the answer atonement means getting over that problem the desire itself has to be overcome not getting over doesn't mean taking an alternative medicine sir doesn't mean that did you understand this line this line is very very beautiful so don't think that you know like uh, let us say there has been argument 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 in the family all day long okay after that you say no after this i am going to be a nice person i am cool i am cool i am cool that is not the answer the answer is also not in saying you know after this i am going to become a loving husband bullshit that's not even the answer nobody does that getting that idea from your mind away that is the answer why should anything affect you somebody saying gali to you or somebody praising you should not affect you think you know girlfriend and boyfriend ka jhagda mein hai kya na ek ajeeb cheez hai i'll tell you how it is now the girlfriend is very angry with the boy something has happened next day in the facebook there is a message there is a heart with a with a dagger in it and saying you know and it is a bleeding heart that is the facebook message for the day otherwise it was all roses pink hued things all beautiful stuff okay and then it's a big dagger in the heart okay the boy is showing a picture where a boy is looking on this side and girl is looking on this side <coughs> like that now their facebook messages are like that after some time after a few days both have said sorry to each other and then the facebook message changes and then it shows two hearts okay and with one one dagger in may, maybe two hearts with one dagger in it <laughs> see it is hypocrisy <laughs> don't you understand that is the that is the biggest stupidest hypocrisy in the world the hypocrisy is why do you want to show the world that you are a happy family or a happy uh, couple or something like that you don't have to be a hypocrite on this world don't just be happy with yourself self you understand don't bother about the bloody world this is the world always think you are an idiot by showing these kind of pictures makes you a further bigger idiot than this world bola kya fayda ye log aise hi hai so don't bother about the world just be your good self who cares all right so don't do alternative medicine like this 
okay one is diabetes and one is anti diabetes and both are putting you in one very big hole hmm. don't atonement means getting rid of that sugar craving all right doesn't mean taking diabetic medicines all right so this is what you should always remember atonement doesn't mean that from today onwards i'm not going to drink but drink only non alcoholic beverages that is not called atonement still the thought is there alcoholic beverage alcoholic beverage alcoholic beverage and when you are drinking ah, this is non alcoholic what is the point man no earlier i used to have whiskey now i am having only beer why oh that used to have 23% alcohol this has only 4% oh yeah earlier i used to take you know gin and tonic and this and that and today i am only having a breezer you know why breezer you know breezer is very simple drink oh you are having breezers you mean to say that doesn't have alcohol in it so isn't it your alcohol craving that is making you do that that is what we are trying to avoid craving the wanting to be in that place is what is craving this is what you got to cut so understand this is this is a very very important lesson for everybody in this world don't think that you can cure alcoholism by non alcoholic beverages don't think like that don't think that you can cure diabetes by taking diabetic medicine no way remove the craving from your mind remove this kind of things which make you go in that direction that is called atonement do you understand atonement doesn't mean doing opposite of that understood so don't mix this thing up it is a very very beautiful lesson that a person should understand my dear king if a diseased person eats the pure uncontaminated food prescribed by the physician he is gradually cured and the infection of the disease can no longer touch him similarly if one follows the regulative principles of knowledge he gradually progresses towards liberation from material contamination think about it this is the most important line again you go to a physician the physician gives you medicine it is taking a short time or a long time it has to be a long time effect so you are 10 years you are you are doing all sorts of wrong things and you are met a physician and you think you want a fast cure 6 months 3 months 10 years you have abused yourself and now you want a cure in one day two days 10 days what is this it's a long term so see this line similarly if one follows the regulative principles of knowledge this you have to follow the principles of knowledge he gradually progresses the progress is gradual even if krishna comes and stands in front of you even if jesus comes and stands in front of you and says you are forgiven for your sins i'm sorry no forgiveness for anybody 10 years you have gone and screwed up in your life and you want forgiveness in one day if i have to give instructions to jesus you know i will say i will administrator okay let us say i'll say no jesus you cannot do this <laughs> that 10 years of abuse you cannot write it off in one day can you by saying one sorry you can write off everything is it all the black marks in your life no way it doesn't happen so don't even think about it it is a gradual process he gradually progresses towards liberation from material contamination even if you meet sukhdev goswami still it's a gradual process no person no human no god no krishna nobody in this world can take away your problems in one day it's a gradual process and it has to be followed as per the edicts of the books so don't mix it up yeah we will do till 15 and we will stop okay to concentrate the mind one must observe a life of celibacy and not fall down so what he saying you have to follow a life of celibacy not fall down don't keep on falling down one must undergo the austerity of voluntary giving up sense enjoyment one must then control the mind and senses give charity be truthful clean and non violent 
follow the regulative principles and regularly chant the holy name of the Lord. Thus a sober and a faithful person who knows the religious principles is temporarily purified of all sins performed in this body, words and mind. These sins are like dried leaves of the creepers beneath the bamboo tree which may be burned by fire through the roots remain to grow again at the first opportunity. So, what is it? You have to follow a path which is denoted in the Shastras. Person has to be controlling the mind. Every moment in time, you cannot say, you know, I forgot about it. You cannot say these words. No forgetting. You have to continue to remember. You must control the mind and senses. Give charity. Charity. Yesterday I wrote a blog but I couldn't complete it. I, I actually scrapped it. In that I had written about, you know, we are giving to charitable institutions. We are giving to churches, temples, schools, institutions, colleges. And you really believe, you know, that you are helping the world around. And then why don't you try to find out whether the money is actually helping the person? And you will come to know that out of the hundred dollars that you might have given, only one dollar is actually reaching the right person. So you feel, you know, I should not give to this charity. Don't bother about it, please. It is not your job to see whether it is reaching the right person or no. God is there. He is going to make it reach to the right person. Who the hell do you think you are to judge whether they are doing the right thing or wrong thing? You understood this? Don't bother about whether somebody, like you give 10 rupees to a beggar and say, no, eat food with it, okay? And that fellow goes and takes one bottle of liquor and drink, he'll drink it. What is the point in giving this fellow? When I give him money, he goes and drinks. So you say, after this I will not give him. Please do not try to control charity. What the person does with it is his problem, not yours. The moment the money leaves your hand, it is not yours. Do you understand this? If you have given to charity to that beggar 10 rupees, it doesn't belong to you. Whether the money is used for snorting or whatever the hell that is happening, it's none of your business. You have given it away, isn't it? It's a charitable thing. You better be sure about it. Give it and walk away from that place. Don't think where the money is getting spent. Do you understand this? So charity doesn't mean, oh, I'm going to follow the path whether they are using the money properly or no. That's not your job. Your job is only to give, not to see where the money is going or no. Right? Think about it. So charity, be truthful. Always be truthful. Don't tell lies at all. If you have been a liar all your life, stop telling lies after this. Be truthful. Clean and non-violent. Clean. In your mind, body, mind and soul, everything. Non-violent. Don't become violent in life. Violence is not only by means of action. It can be with words also. Words can be violent. Don't be that. Follow the regulative principles and regularly chant the name of the Lord. You should. Thus a sober and a faithful person who knows the religious principle is temporarily purified of all sins performed in the body, words and mind. It is not a permanent solution. (laughs) People think it's a permanent solution that they have, oh from now onwards I am going to become pure in my mind. I am truthful. I don't tell lies. Sir, that is temporary solution. It is not permanent. So nobody has permanent solution over there. Mm. These sins are like dried leaves of creeper beneath a bamboo. What has happened is, there is a bamboo tree. You have cut it at the bottom. Still the roots are down inside, no? The bamboo tree is again going to shoot up once it rains. Ah. So it's not a permanent solution, it's just a temporary solution and all this that I said to you, giving charity, doing this, doing that is only temporary solution. Alright? The last line I'm doing. Only a rare person who has adopted complete unalloyed devotional service to Krishna can uproot the weeds of sinful action with no possibility and they will revive. 
He can do this simply by discharging devotional service just as the sun can immediately dissipate fog by its rays. So the only way out of it is to do devotional service to Krishna alone. Krishna doesn't mean Krishna. Krishna means Jesus as well, Father in heaven as well. It means Buddha as well. It means Allah as well. Yes, you have to do devotional service over there. Be devoted to the divine. And it does not mean that you are devotee one day and the next day you are not. Next day you want to find faults with uh, all the, you know, all the Krishnas of this world. You can't do that. Devotional service means you have taken Krishna as your greatest thing in the world, Father in heaven. Tomorrow you cannot blame the Father in heaven. Father in heaven, 9-11 happened, so I am going to blame you for it. No, you can't do that. That is not devotion. That is uh, riders. You are putting riders. Oh, you promised me a good job and now you are not giving it to me. So, God, you are not in my world. That doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you have you are not getting an admission in a fancy institution. Okay, you wanted some fancy institution and God says, no, nothing doing. Doesn't mean that you are supposed to get out of God's way and say, you know, I don't care about you today, tomorrow I will think about it. Oh, that is not called devotion. Devotion is a continuous, unalloyed thing. Unalloyed devotion. Unalloyed means not one drop of poison to be put in that. That means absolute faith. You cannot say at that moment, you know, I lost my faith just because, you know, you didn't give me this. Oh, you lost faith because of that. So there are no riders in this. So unalloyed devotion is that. Where you have 100 point devotion to the divine. That is Krishna, the divine Lord, Father in heaven. And please, no riders and no preconditions. That is the only way out of these material worldly issues. Okay, so we will stop over here and then we shall continue tomorrow.